This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, happy Friday. Thanks for joining us here on KGMI Connects. Hope you'll join us with uh, enjoy our conversation, actually, and uh, take take part in it. By calling us 360-676-5464, whatever's on your mind. And no guest today. We appreciate, once again, uh, Keith Wallace joining us yesterday with lots of information about health insurance and Medicaid, Medicare, all that stuff. The health care exchange. And if you have questions, you can call these professionals and find out more about uh, maybe steps you should take. Make sure you have the right coverage and all that stuff because it's important to have good health insurance and you never know what's going to happen. Well, it's a holiday weekend for sure. Lots of traditional things, great traditions going on this weekend with the Linden Lighted Parade tomorrow evening. Looks like the weather's not going to be the greatest, but not as cold as last year. Last year we, we went up and uh, and watched the parade. It was pretty chilly. A lot of it was like that cold what is it, a north northeast wind? The wind that comes down off uh, out of the Fraser Valley, I think. Kind of uh, put a chill on the event, but it was fun. Uh, let's see, there's the uh, Christmas tree lighting here in Bellingham down at, uh, down at Depot Market Square. That's in the early evening. I think starts at 5.30 and the actual tree lighting at 6. And there's, the, of course, the, the Port of Bellingham um, uh, Holiday Festival happening down at the cruise terminal this weekend. So performances and the gingerbread house uh, display uh, contest and all that. Really elaborate uh, gingerbread houses and everything. And they're not just houses. I guess they're they're gingerbread creations. <laughs> Pretty impressive. But, uh, yeah, we do want to hear from you here on this Friday afternoon. And, uh, once again, at whatever's on your mind and lots to discuss, of course, as always. Uh, let's go to, uh, well, let's start with John in Ferndale. You're hearing about the, this new dog disease, huh, John? Well, yeah, there's not a lot known about it except for the symptoms. And it's a dry, persistent cough uh, that can lead to pneumonia. And one of the indicators was uh, uh, if you look at their, their gums, they're you know, not as colorful as they should be. They're, they're, they're pale, but okay. yeah. Um, respiratory you know you just always have to worry about that kind of stuff and and uh yeah hopefully they're 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 on that but yeah it's like there's there's been strides made like with golden retrievers i was mentioning the other the other day with the cancer breakthrough and then the mm-hmm. news a couple of days ago said like the larger breed dogs they were able to you know, come up with a medication treatment to help them live a few more years in, right. in comfort and everything yeah Gotta love dogs. Well, in the uh, yeah, this uh, this respiratory illness, there are now sixteen reported cases around the state, and uh, they're getting a little closer. It sounds like uh, one so far in Snohomish County, and two on Island in Island County. So uh, seven in King County. So it's not. It, it seems to be something that might be getting a little bit closer. So something to to take into account with your dog. It's funny how pets shape us, right? Yeah. So. My my entire my entire childhood was shaped by the dogs that my parents brought into the family. There was huh. Sam, who was a wolf hybrid. Okay, <laughs> and this was in a, like a residential neighborhood, so okay. like no one could come over, and uh, and so that was my 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 dad's dog, and my mom had these. So uh, you were you were in part you could say that you were partially raised by wolves, huh? By- <laughs> <laughs> a wolf hybrid. Okay, all right. Yeah, he was fan. He was fantastic. Just, just an amazing dog. I won't go into it, but my mom had these totally embarrassing, Joe, embarrassing French poodles. I loved them, but it was like I'm not walking those dogs. I'll walk them, <laughs> but I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm not walking little, little. You know, they were little uh, teacup size. Anyway. Uh, oh wow. Okay. So you know, um, the uh, news was talking about let's switch subjects abruptly i just can't you know this thing with israel taking their eye off the ball i don't want to criticize them when they're under attack and that's not what i'm doing 
But something with Bibi Netanyahu, right? Take you know, literally uh, diverting uh, Gaza forces to the West Bank as those settlers drive Palestinians out of their homes, and this low-grade form of warfare, and then <laughs> October seventh. And I'm not, you know, I want okay. Palestine to live in peace, and I want Israel to live in peace. You know, and it's just this just seems like a dream that was my entire life. I remember all the fuss that was made about every time there was a Mideast peace, you know, just dangling in front of us. And, um, yeah. Um, yeah. But it, it's 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 so disappointing because uh, you just wonder, like, you know, they ignored these warnings. And, and, of course, a lot of this is BB putting Likud party members into positions that they're not qualified for. And what do fundamentalist religious people always do? They discount competent females, female generals in the IDF, for instance, who told them this was coming. You know, hey, well, it, 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 they're they're getting closer. Like they they spotted a big time uh, one of the one of the guys, one of the leaders of of uh, Hamas, within a kilometer of the border with, with binoculars, inspecting it himself. They knew that it was coming, and it's like I don't believe it was any kind of conspiracy. I believe in incompetence is what led to this. And it's just sad because we fund them and we want them to be secure. And it's like, is, is well, what you're doing with your policies leading to more security for Israeli citizens? Because it doesn't appear to be. And the, the peacemakers were all murdered. Well, it, it does sound like, and thanks, John, and uh, it certainly does sound like with these reports, uh, uh, the New York Times reported that uh, uh, that uh, Israel knew hmm, how what was it uh, a couple of years ago that uh, this may have been in the works this this type of a plan uh, this type of an attack rather in the planning stages they uh, had reports that this uh, this was happening they uh, discounted it it's not the first time uh, a country and, and military leaders have uh, made tactical errors. I saw on social media people saying, "Yeah, and they just set them aside, they ignored the ignored the reports, ignored that the fact that they knew about the this was gonna, was coming just so uh it could happen and then they could destroy Gaza." And I mean, uh, just that that on its face is ridiculous that uh that uh, these military leaders would just purposely ignore it or the political leaders for that matter would would ignore uh, an attack, especially of that scale, uh, just so they could respond militarily and and uh, come down on Hamas. It's it's I think that's patently patently ridiculous. Like the claims that um, that uh, uh, that FDR and, and his administration ignored warnings about uh, the Japanese attacking Pearl Harbor, so we could. That that we could be attacked, and that would draw us into uh, the conflict, into the Second World War. I mean, that uh, leaders would be that callous that they would sacrifice their own people to uh, advance the, some uh, an objective like that. I, and especially in Israel, where uh, they are, every one of these attacks is uh, you know has existential overtones and. That they would allow an attack like that to happen in the first place, uh, intentionally, I think is is outrageous. Um, obviously, they were caught with their pants down. They didn't take the steps that they needed to take to uh, to prevent this kind of thing. And um, we'll see what kind of uh, price that the, the leaders of that country will pay. But um, uh, there were mistakes made for certain. But that they were intentionally made uh, seems the, to be uh, well. As I said, uh, pretty ridiculous. But let's go to uh, let's go to Ann in Subas. She joins us in the. Oh, we lost Ann. She must have uh, gotten tired of my my ramblings here. But uh, give us a call back, Ann, if you can. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Doing all right. Yeah. It was interesting to learn about John being shaped by dogs in his youth. That I had to have a little chuckle there. It's like, okay, maybe I understand a few things now. Okay. But that's, but that's not the point. Uh, All right. Kim had a great question yesterday of the healthcare expert. He shared a story about not being able to see the doctor because they wouldn't take his insurance or take his money. Well, I had that exact same experience, and that is actually illegal. Uh, mm. If 
I, I went round and round with Family Care Network. I was, I was even blacklisted for a year. They wouldn't see me. But I was right, and I called the state insurance commission. I talked to some lawyers. The insurance company that Family Care Network was contracted with was lying to them, saying, you cannot ever take a cash patient if they have insurance of any kind, and when, in fact, you cannot have a cash patient if you take the insurance that they have because they could possibly double dip. But if you have insurance oh. that they don't take, they can very well take your cash. I was trying to make appointments, and <clears throat> if, this is like five years ago. They actually called me up on the way to an appointment and said, we can't see you. And I, of course, had some not very nice words for the receptionist lady. I said, people didn't die in wars so that I can't go to my doctor and hand them $150 to have be seen. Oh. I mean, this is, a, this is crazy. Okay. This is literally the absurd. So, But they do this because when you think about a doctor's office, they get probably 90% of their money from an, the insurance company that they uh, partner with right. that pays the bill. Right. So they listen to that insurance company more than anything because that's where their money comes from. That doesn't mean the insurance company is telling them truthful things. So I had the wrong insurance, but I could very well. So I eventually was on the phone with the CEO of Family Care Network, and he said, well, you have to lie. Go to another place and say you don't have insurance. I said, so i got to go lie to go see the doctor. Okay, this is cool. But it's, well. it's really weird. It's, yeah, it's, but I, I like what you said makes some sense, though, because not all medical offices are scrupulous. There are right. some yeah, and that I, are and I'm fine with that. So, I, no, you know, no I guess I could see somebody shows up. Yeah, I've got insurance, but I want to pay out of my pocket. So, OK, right. so then you can't do that. What's to keep that doctor's office from saying, hey, you know, they paid cash. We don't have to report that to the insurance company. We could turn around and bill the insurance company for and, right. and like, if, yeah, so I, this, that makes some sense to me, I guess, that the insurance right. company is protecting themselves. Your, if you have the wrong insurance company and they don't take your insurance, then they are totally free to take your money and you can see the doctor. But they didn't interpret it that way. I think the insurance company that works with hmm. Family Care Network said, hey, we don't want you. They don't want them to take cash patients because that circumvents their piece of the pie. They don't want that. So it was just super weird. And I ended up getting a uh-huh. big, long apology from him. I probably could have sued him or something. Because oh, if people are turned away from the doctor for false reasons, that's wrong, right? You go to the doctor because you need help. Mm. So that yeah. guy, he eventually doesn't work there anymore because I emailed him like a year later and, no, oh, he no longer works here. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, but, we do have a screwy health care, health insurance system. That's for darn sure. You know, well, it's that, part private. Me for that on that. And it's part public. It's a hybrid system. It's sort of free market, but not really. Things are becoming, turning into single payer slowly. And like the guy said yesterday, it's a guaranteed payment, but it's low payment. So that is what's keeping doctors from wanting to get into practices and set up shop because it don't make a lot of money. People who are in it keep doing it, but new people don't seem to start. And so if you're looking for a new primary provider, you can't find one. It's a, an appointment. So I don't know if you've noticed for anything. Appointments take months now, mm-hmm. yeah, for... and every, it didn't used to be like that a couple of years ago. You were in an appointment, oh, two, three, four weeks, whatever. Now it's multiple months, and to get anything looked at, like I have this uh, affibrillation, and it's, I've been six months into the system with appointments and waiting and check this, check that, and mm. everything is very slow. And it's, I think it's because it don't pay a lot. It's now regulated by the insurance companies, and the insurance companies get a lot of their money now from Medicaid. And it's just a slow, not real fun system, and everything's just slowing down. Yeah, you might have health insurance, but it might not be great. You might have to wait a while. So I don't know. All right, all right, Rich. Appreciate it, and good luck right. to on your on that health issue you got. Yeah, that's um, sounds a little scary, but um, I know you'll hang in there. You'll get through it. And uh, let's see. Well, quick before she's called back, let's go to Ann and Sumas before we take a break. Hi, Ann. Hi. Yeah, I got disconnected. Okay. As, as I was in home. And then when I called back, it just kept ringing busy, busy. But anyway, the reason I called <laughs> is about the change of the whole whole complexion of what people talk about. And that is uh, your promos for your show. Okay. The one promo, I just get the biggest kick and smile every time I hear it. And that's the man. He has a deep voice, and he says, I'm the old dog on Railroad Avenue. And when I walked out, I know who just got here. They mellow up. And I thought, hey, buddy, they mellow up because there's lots of drugs. Okay. That's why they mellow up. 
But every time, I mean, his voice and just the whole, the, the whole way. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love that. That is the best one. I smile every time I hear it. Oh, good. Now, the worst one is the, the man that sounds like, you know, Lemon Abner. Uh, I don't know who Lum and Abner are, but they are uh, the old oh, okay. radio shows. Uh, who's, who's saying that I should get I should get John and Rich uh, do a do a, a point counterpoint with those right, two? Right. Okay. When I heard this man, I thought, "Ooh, gee," because I I don't know who Lum and Abner are, but I did hear on KGMI one time that they were they had a show. I mean. They were broadcasting one of their old radio shows, and uh-huh. I listened for about five minutes, and I thought, oh, this is just terrible. But these two hailbillies. So when this man, who sounded like a lumber or an atmosphere, said, we should have John, and who was the other person? Rich. Oh, who Rich. we just all Rich. heard okay. from, yeah. Yeah, I thought, you talk about bad radio. <laughs> that's, that's the worst radio you could have. Uh, all right. <laughs> That's awful. But okay. the, the topic I really want to address really quickly, because apparently it it didn't make the news. I heard it once, and that was Maria Cantwell when she was being running her campaign for reelection. The she her her campaign received millions of dollars from Sam. Bankman Freed. You know, he was the founder of FTX. Uh-huh. You know yeah. what that was? Yeah. Was He's a, in jail a, for the rest of his life. Cyber because, con- cyber, yeah, currency well, yes. exchange. Uh, yeah, he built thousands of people with a so-called uh, cryptocurrency, I believe. Cryptocurrency, yeah. Yeah, cryptocurrency. And he directed millions to the Democratic Party. And, you know, those millions were somebody's money. Well, anyway... So where's the corrupt Washington State Attorney General, Bob Ferguson? What is he doing about that? Okay. Has anybody called him up and said, hey, you know, this illegal money went to the Democratic Party and to Maria Cantwell. But somehow or other, it just missed. And I thought, Bob Ferguson, you are wasting so much time. I think he's filed, is it 53 lawsuits against Donald Trump? I don't know the exact number, but the, yeah, he launched a lot of them against uh, yeah, Trump administration policies. Right, yeah. right. I thought, what a waste of time. Why don't you go after something you can actually make a difference, such okay. as, you know, this corrupt bankrupt freed giving money. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right, Ann. So, yeah, the, the, uh, you can get rid of Lum and Abner, but the, the, what about the, <laughs> right. the Nooksack, the Nooksack uh, River Delta? All right. Really relaxed after being here for a while. Love that. <laughs> Sounds good. Thanks, Ann. Appreciate it. Let's we'll take a quick break and we'll be back. And uh, we got Jim on the line. We want to hear from you too. Whatever's on your mind here on this uh, kind of a stormy Friday afternoon. When I think about my grandparents, it takes me back to warm memories of meals shared around their dining room table and laughter exchanged around their fireplace. Hi, I'm Brad Barron, CEO and fourth-generation Barron at Barron Heating, AC, Electrical, and Plumbing. Over 50 years ago, my grandfather installed Barron's first fireplace in one of Whatcom County's newest developments, Sudden Valley. Grandpa Dan took great pride in his craftsmanship, ensuring that every fireplace or stove he installed was truly the heart of his customer's home. Today, Barron continues his tradition by providing providing beautifully crafted hearth products through its Firelight by Barron division. Featuring America's best-known brands of stoves, fireplaces, and inserts, a Barron Firelight expert can help you build your perfect flame. Visit a Barron showroom today and get a free solo stove with purchase of a fireplace, stove, or insert. It's Barron's gift to you this holiday season to create warm, lasting memories both in and outside your home. Firelight by Barron, a tradition of warmth and beauty since 1972. Our mission, improving lives. Limited time offer, call Barron for details. At Puget Sound Energy, we're proudly aspiring to reduce our own emissions to net zero and to go beyond by helping others reduce carbon across Washington. Together, we're investing in local renewables, strengthening the electric grid, helping customers switch to electric vehicles, innovating with low-carbon resources, supporting our communities, and saving energy along the way. Together, we're creating a clean energy future. 
You need a job? Go to HireMeWad.com. HireMeWad.com is Cascade Radio Group's hyper-local job board. It's free and easy to use. Just go to HireMeWad.com for the latest job openings and offers. You can apply right there. HireMeWad.com is available 24 hours a day. Check back often. New jobs are posted frequently. Don't see what you want? Post your resume and let prospective employers find you. HireMeWad.com, the go-to job board for Northwest Washington. HireMeWA.com, your new job awaits. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Good to have you with us here on this Friday afternoon, and we want to hear from you. Whatever is on your mind, 360-676-5464. Jim in Seattle joins us. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How's it going today? Doing all right. California versus Florida, huh? Well, yeah, I actually watched that. Uh, So... I think uh, Dennis Prager doesn't like it that people don't pay attention to both or all sides, uh, but I do, even though I don't have much to recommend from Fox. But the one thing I have looked up just today and in times not too long ago was the per capita income, like the average amount each person makes in a given area uh, relative to the population, of course. So California actually checks in quite a bit better than Florida. It's fifth overall in the country. Out of 51, they count uh, D.C. Uh, Florida has 64,000. You can look this up, but I did it anyway, so you won't have to. Okay. Uh, and you can do it anyway. But uh, also noticed uh, is that, um, uh, yes, the tax dollars, I do believe. Oh, no, I was going to say that the top eight listed of per capita incomes were either seven out of eight or all eight out of eight were all blue states, you know, those uh, shirk-your-duty liberal, uh, whatever you want to call us, or leftist. Okay. (laughs) So so, and then we have uh, Lori Ingram. Uh, I've talked about her many times. Uh, One thing that I think no one, no party is dealing with very well at all is the veterans. Uh, Lori Ingram had a... uh, uh, show or on our show, uh, I think it was a few months ago at least. Uh, she actually visited uh, homeless LA uh, veterans, you know, and they were outside the veterans' hospital or administrative buildings. And so, uh, I do see co- uh, commercials on TV here and there uh, that advertise for zero down uh, home buying options for veterans, which is okay. But we still have quite a few with PTSD. And um, uh, just homeless, which is uh, not the best thing to be. Uh-huh. And uh, so I have two veterans in my immediate family. They're not homeless, but uh, they agree generally with a lot of what what I think. Uh, so I had uh, other things to talk about, but since it's busy today, I'll try to get out Monday. I'll just mention that I have... Uh, 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 to, I think you said this to me, and I wanted to talk about uh, the answer I have for it, that you say that the U.S. is always the bad guy, and I pointed out many times um, through Counterpunch Roger Waters, uh, San Diego, Chile, where it's repressive, and there's other bad places, including Chile, and the world is run by rapacious, money-mad sociopaths. <laughs> so we're not the only ones. I, I think the civil society we have is the strength, according to a good article I read just recently. But the world itself usually does lean toward uh, money, power, organization, or excuse me, rulers. Right. They're uh, representative of the money that buys their uh, office for them. So there's more I could say, and and if you want to disagree, that's fine. I still appreciate you allowing me to talk. I'm still a little bit so. That's uh, all right. So, anyway, uh, just for, just your comparison of California and Florida does that is that in relate to the the Gavin Newsom uh, Ron DeSantis uh, debate? I I didn't see it, uh, but I guess that just happened. I did, it just happened last night. I was watching the Seahawks. So yeah, I, last night it did. After you could watch it, I watched it late at night. They replayed uh-huh. it. Okay, but uh, they made their own points. But uh, Dennis Prager. So this is the thing about any arguments that I, I always say there's no debate in our country without, you know, the left uh, instead of the middle and the right. But um, they, they always use specious arguments. They pick and choose. So you got to oh, be sure. careful there and do your own research because 
you can do that all the then none of them mention per capita income you know at all they mention the other terrible things that you know california is suffering from crime and they have too lenient uh mm-hmm. governments and then florida what was their problem uh they have you know low taxes but their per capita income is lower and they have um whatever uh problems that might befall uh, florida so Anyway, thanks for letting me on, and have a good weekend. You bet. You too, Jim. Thanks for your call. And, you know, and their per capita income, they're all different sorts of things that I would expect could play into that Um, as far as what kind of industries are in in a state, I suppose. I suppose um, unionization levels, that sort of thing. Um, I don't know. Maybe this is just speculation. I don't don't know, but... um, Maybe the uh, high number of retired people on a fixed income, would that skew Florida's um, uh, per capita income a little bit lower? But just looking at a a chart here, this is just on WikiLeaks, yeah. So uh, California is in sixth place overall per capita income. Uh, Florida, 27th place. Uh, Washington, we're in uh, seventh place on that list. Uh, first in first place, District of Columbia, of course, the seat of the federal government. But then you have to remember that, um, and I'm sure there are plenty of people that don't make that uh, that uh, average per capita income, but uh, in in Washington D.C. But um, you know, that's not. It, it's a city where there are a lot of higher paid positions, and in kind of a compact area. Connecticut is number two. Massachusetts number three. Uh, New York, four, New Jersey, five, then California at six, Washington, seventh, Maryland, eighth, New Hampshire, ninth, and Alaska comes in 10th. Quick break. Back with more. We want to hear from you. Whatever's on your mind, it's KGMI Connects. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although the deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call us at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. We don't have the usual traffic jams that they have in the big city, but sometimes things happen to snarl everything up. Depend on KGMI to keep you cruising to your destination with KGMI traffic alerts. We'll tell you where the trouble spots are. And if you see problems on the road, give us a call at 360-676-5464 so we can spread the word. KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM, and KGMI.com. Hi, I'm Tom Borthwick, the Diamond King. Once again this year, the crazy silver sale at Borthwick Jewelry in Ferndale is on now. We want all the silver jewelry to sell out. So at the Gem Show in January, we can buy all the new designs. This is a true inventory clearance sale because the silver jewelry is not marked up for the sale. It's going to be a wild and crazy week. If you're confused, we'll explain how it works exactly when you come in. It's the crazy silver sale at Borthwick Jewelry next to Costcutter in Ferndale. Get eight gifts for the price of three on now. Staying connected with your community each Saturday at noon with KGMI's Community Connection as local business leaders share their expert advice. Sponsored by Vibrant USA, Pacific Security, Lighthouse Mission Ministries, Feller Heating and Air Conditioning, and Columbia Fire. Community Connection, Saturdays at noon on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. Find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Friday afternoon. Great to have you with us. And let's go to Tim and Everson. Hi, Tim. Hi, Joe. 
I just wanted to comment on that per capita earnings. Okay. Because it's it's a really you're breaking up on me, Tim. Sorry. Uh, am I there? Am now, I there? Now, you, now you're there. Yeah. Okay. Don't, don't move a muscle. Uh, I'm not. Okay. Uh, but you know, earning twenty dollars or less, a lot of Midwest and Southern cities, a person can get more, more house, more car, more things. Than somebody here earning forty dollars an hour. Yeah. So I mean, my mom sold her house, and when she sold her house, she sold it for a hundred thousand dollars. And I'll bet you that house out here would have got close to a half million dollars. I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah, depending on where it was. Yeah, yeah. I was amazed. I was amazed. And I looked at all those surrounding properties, and it's in a nice neighborhood. It was a nice, well-constructed house, and I'm like, and a big house. And I was like, holy cow. So it those per cap things, you know, when you get taxed more, when you got to pay more for for gas, when you got to pay more for this, that, and the other thing, that, that per capita income needs to be looked at closely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, uh-huh. Well, I think that's a fair point yeah. to make. Yeah. Okay. All right, that's Tim. all I, I have to see. All right. Okay. Thanks for your call. Let's go to Rob in Everson. Hi, Rob. How you doing, Tim? Uh, this is Joe. Oh, Joe. Hey, yeah. sorry. No. That's okay. Hey, I was just uh, <laughs> making the same point Tim okay. was going to make because, you know, it's the cost of living that they don't really reflect in those studies that, he, yeah, that uh, the previous caller mentioned. And so what's the take home in the end, right? I mean, we can all earn $100,000, but if we're spending $120,000, we are not better off. True. And then, you know, a per capita, well, an average, I mean, that means, you know, there are people making a lot less and there are people making a lot more than that average. And uh, so not everybody is making that, obviously. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks right. for your call. Appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Joe. Um, I, you know, I, I – and – it, it's just one measure, and it doesn't prove that uh, one state is better. As I as I was saying, there are other things too that play into it. I mean, part of it could be obviously if uh, if uh, a state has increased the the minimum wage, for instance, or a state has not, and is just a, a lets it rest on the uh, the federal minimum wage, which hasn't budged in uh, quite some time. But um, yeah. Uh, let's go to uh, Michelle in Bellingham. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, I got to walk in the next room here because the radio's still on. Hold <laughs> on. Sorry about that. Okay, that's uh, all right. I I know how that goes. Um, anyway, I just wanted to apologize to Majid because on Wednesday he called and instead I pronounced the name of his country wrong, and I guess he said it was pronounced Iran. I'm not sure I Iran. have that correct even now. I was taught that it was Iran, but I guess I was taught wrong. But <laughs> All right. Way back in college, but I've been pronouncing it that way ever since, so I guess I never had anybody correct me. I did meet a wonderful young man from that area of the world, and uh, just by sheer coincidence the other day, and um, he was a young a young uh, guy at a uh, business, and he was telling me how grateful he is to be in America, and his parents had... Um, had uh, brought him here when he was a grade school kid, and he's gay. And, you know, I said, well, I'm a gay woman. And he said, yeah, I, I know, but aren't you grateful to be here? I go, of course. He goes, well, I'd be killed if I was still in Iran. I wouldn't even made it to what the age I am. I said, yeah, you're right. I mean, they do kill gay people automatically. And the terrorist groups, um, like I've always said, if you, if you have a um, – a group of, uh, you know, I saw a sign on TV, queers for Hamas. Well, Hamas would execute anybody who's gay in instantly as soon as you they saw you. And uh, that's the way they are. They throw gay people off of off of uh, buildings. I've seen uh, uh, Associated Press photos of gay men flying through the air to their deaths, being thrown off tall buildings in, a, in a Iran. Um, but anyway, I also wanted to tell Majid that it is true, though, I don't know what he thinks, but it is true that the United States, Great Britain, and several other NATO countries have declared Iran to be 
the largest and worst state by state, I mean national nation, state sponsor of terror in the world. And they control Hamas, Hezbollah, the Houthis in Yemen, and other groups, other terrorist groups. And they spread this terror as far and wide as they can. And the United States is essentially... Uh, by helping Israel, we're fighting a proxy war with Iran. Iran, excuse me, um, just like sorry, Majid, I didn't mean to pronounce it. Right. Uh, and they're fighting a uh, proxy war with Russia when when we're supporting Ukraine. And I'm not saying we want to do this, but this is what the result of what's happening, because Iran and Russia are becoming very strong allies. And Russia just announced there was a big story today in the New York Times. Russia just announced that gay people are going to be outlawed in many respects in terms of the way things, you know, public mm-hmm. uh, behavior, acting and all this. Right. And that's just that's pathetic. And, you know, that that is like I've always hated communism anyway, to the nth degree, along with uh, Marxism and, and uh, you know, other things like that. But but the idea of of uh, abusing and killing gay people is so disgusting, it's beyond belief. And um, nobody chooses to be gay. All you can do is choose to be dignified, be as kind and hearted as you can, uh, don't hit on straight people, be very kind and nice, don't let, if somebody insults you, don't bite them back. You know, I can't tell you how many times people have spit on me for being Lady Law on your radio station, and I don't spit back at them. I, I just say I'm, I feel sorry for you that, that you believe that criminals have more rights than victims, and that's basically how I sum it up. And, okay. you know, but anyway, just wanted to say all that, and I do I want to apologize to Majid for mispronouncing the name of his country, if that is his country, and I also um, want him to know that I think he's essentially a good man and he means well, and uh, I want him to know that, okay? Thanks, Thanks, Michelle. All right. Well, I I believe Majid's country is is the United States. This is where he's lived since he was young, and uh, but he is a native of Iran, and um, so I I don't recall if Majid said that he has uh, like a dual citizenship or what have you, but um, I would agree with with Michelle that also uh, as, as far as sexual orientation, a person is... Their orientation is what it is. It's not. Uh, it, it's not something that that can be that that changes. From what I know, uh, there are people that um, have, I guess, maybe sort of a fluid orientation that uh, they can find uh, people of uh, you know other you know different sexes attractive at different times. I, I that that I is a, a thing apparently. That's but. Um, I, it, it is what it is. We'll take a quick break. We want to hear from you, whatever's on your mind. You're on this Friday afternoon, 360-676-5464. Darling, I have something to confess. I've been having a love affair. <gasps> Excuse me? I know I should be sorry, but I've been dreaming about the delectable dishes at Mambo Italiano Cafe. And yesterday, yesterday I indulged. Oh, okay. Their handcrafted meals, the quality ingredients, pizza, pasta, and oh, the seafood. Not to mention the passionate service and those amazing desserts. I see, all right. And the way they make Italian food an art form. Mamma mia! Okay, calm down there, foodie. Fall in love with the culinary delights at Mambo Italiano Cafe. Experience it all in Bellingham's historic Fairhaven District. At Mambo Italiano, you can taste the art of living in every bite. Oh, you think you've tried it all? Mambo Italiano just released a new menu. Featuring the Pollo Piazzo pizza with chicken, gorgonzola, and it's their first Alfredo sauce pizza. Step away from the daily hustle. Slow down and savor the guilt-free flavors at Mambo Italiano Cafe. Gift cards are available for the holidays so you can share the love at Mambo Italiano. Sycamore Square in Fairhaven. Are you on Medicare or individual health insurance and wondering if you are on the right plan for you and your family? This is Marcia Neal with Guided Solutions, formerly Vibrant USA. We understand the TV advertising and the mail you have been receiving may create more questions than answers. Although the deadlines are coming, you may still have time to make a change. So call us at 866-733-5111. Our agents can review your plan options, answer your questions, and put your mind at ease. 
A change of season is a beautiful thing, but you've got to be comfortable to really enjoy it. Hi, Joe T. And for my friends at West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning, and Electrical. Your furnace is back in action as temperatures have cooled down, and now is the time to have it checked by the pros at West Mechanical. An annual tune-up is essential to keep your equipment running as efficiently and as long as possible, but heating systems don't last forever, and it might be time to consider an upgrade. That could be a new ductless system from Mitsubishi Electric Heating and Air Conditioning. The beauty of an efficient ductless system is that it both heats and cools your home, the perfect solution for year-round comfort. And right now, you can save $1,000 on the installation of a new Mitsubishi electric system from West Mechanical. They're the pros I rely on, and they have a 100% satisfaction guarantee. So whether you're looking to keep your current system running its best, or want to see options on a new way to keep warm and cool, contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net. Carpet Liquidators has grown to seven locations, and we're celebrating with our lowest prices of the year. Our warehouses are full of brand-name carpet in all types of flooring, including Mohawk Smart Strand Silk Forever Clean, in stock and ready for immediate installation. And right now, purchase any Mohawk Smart Strand product, and we'll install it in your home for free. That's right, free installation. See store for details. Locally owned and operated with seven Western Washington locations, including Lacey. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. That we are, and Michael from Linden is with us now. Hi, Michael. Hey, Joe. How are you today? Doing super. Awesome. Happy Friday to everybody. I was just able to join the show, so unfortunately I haven't heard any of the previous callers or comments yet. Okay. Um, But I did want to discuss the expulsion of George Santos, and I want to say, as a conservative, Trump-loving Republican, I completely agree with the expulsion of George Santos. He's a fraud. He's just a bad person, and there's no way that he should be in there. But what, what the reason I'm calling is I saw this interview with John Fetterman on MSNBC, and it kind of reminded me of John in Ferndale. Okay. Because somehow, he was able to justify the expulsion of George Santos, but did not justify the expulsion of, say, Eric Slawell, who has slept with a known Chinese spy, or with Bob Menendez, who, you know, was captured with $100,000 in gold bars and cash for some bribes that he was receiving from Egypt. These people are still in their position and still voting on laws that affect, you know, not only China, but Egypt. And somehow they're not being expelled. And it makes me think about the Democrat Party when they voted to send stimulus checks, you know, to the violent inmates and sexual predators yeah. before releasing the prisoners early while defunding police. They, you know, they voted 50 to 49 to do that. And it's like, wasn't there just one or two Democrats that thought, you know, maybe that's just not a good idea. Okay. You know, like with the, with the vote on Santos today, you know, the Republicans were split. And there were some that said, you know, hey, we've had enough of this nonsense. We don't need people like this in Congress. Uh-huh. And others that were just voting along the party line. And with Democrats, we don't see that anymore. You know, other than Joe Manchin, you know, or maybe Kristen Cinema, who yeah. has once or twice broken from the Democrat Party, they seem to vote in almost a totalitarian way. Whether or not their values match what is happening, they all vote for it, yes or no. You know, and it, there's never a dissenting Democrat anymore. I mean, I, I'm old enough to remember when there used to be well, pro-life Democrats. I don't know if you remember that. Uh, well, I think there are some still in in Congress, but I mean, when I mean, it, this was uh, unusual. I think you have to admit when uh, members of a party were were in essence split on an issue. I mean, what was it? 112 Republicans to 105 voted to 112 right. voted to to keep uh, George Santos. 105 said he should be expelled. Um, uh, and that's pretty rare. But I think in most cases, regardless of party, they they send a, tend to stick but, pretty close together. And I mean, we, yeah. you have to admit there have been there have been Democrats that say there have been Swalwell should go or that, you know, Bob Menendez but should go Swalwell because has, that Biden should be impeached or something or held accountable. But see, we don't see that. Well, as, as Swalwell, that's 
I, I don't know that he committed uh, is uh, considered to have committed any well, crimes. I mean, where, George, but George, I mean Menendez George is a whole other thing. He's been indicted. I mean, whether whether well, uh, the Senate and, takes, but I mean, has not. But um, I mean, he has been look convicted at, of a crime. Al Franken is out of the Senate for simply having some pictures of him making jokes about women, and so uh, and to say that Democrats never pay a price, I think that's outrageous. I mean. Anthony well, Weiner was bounced yeah. out of out of uh, the house, and uh, you know he's he's was you know left in shame. And I mean, Democrats, uh, people of both parties are they they pay a price when they go too far out of bounds. And to say one party never does, I I, I don't think that's accurate. Well, why uh, didn't Clinton get impeached? Is a big question, then, isn't it? Well, he he was impeached, but the Senate voted to acquit him. Voting along party lines, correct? Well, isn't that what happened with uh, Donald Trump twice? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, I so, mean, that's what I'm saying. And I, okay. I'm, I wish more people would vote with their conscience. And, you know, I, I, I'm back thinking of people like, you know, Maverick, John McCain, or, you know, what Joe Manchin did, you know, with the budget and things like that. And I think we just need more people in government that aren't bought, paid for, and vote along party lines, that uh-huh. have a more independent, you know, thoughts about how things should happen. And I really think the Freedom Caucus, you know, is, is who I support okay. uh, in our Congress. You know, Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene and, and those folks are really trying to make a big change. And Chip Roy and Byron Donalds, you know, from Florida. Okay. And these are the people that Democrats continue to attack. But if you look at what they say and what they support, I would challenge anybody to tell me why they disagree with any of those things. I would, I would love to hear them talk and, and call the show. All right, Michael. All right. Thanks for your call. Of course. Thank you, John. All right. Have a good one. And a quick break. And back with a few minutes. We'll have a time to take your call here before we wrap it up for this week here on KGMI Connects 360-676-5464. This is Heidi Person, General Manager of the Cascade Radio Group, with a look at some good news in our community that we like to call The Upside. This holiday season, Brown & Brown of Linden's 12th Annual Turkey Drive distributed 288 turkeys to Whatcom County families in need. The more than 3,700 pounds of turkey were distributed by Bellingham Food Bank and Linden-based Project Hope Food Bank. The turkeys were purchased with $2,000 from Brown & Brown Insurance, almost $1,700 from Brown & Brown team members who held a bake sale and luncheons, and more than $3,800 from community members and businesses. This is the 12th year for the annual Turkey Drive, and thanks again to Brown & Brown and everyone who donated. The Upside is brought to you by R.B. Wick and Bellingham Coin Shop. Stop by today for a free coin or antique evaluation. 1806 Cornwall, one block south of Bellingham High School or at bellinghamcoin.com. If you have good news to report, email it to us at theupside at cascaderadiogroup.com. Tuning into the high school football game. Monitoring the incoming storm. They say what I think, but smarter. Catching your favorite talk show. These are just few of the reasons more than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio. And AM radio is the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping you and your family safe in dangerous times. Visit wearebroadcasters.com to learn more and tell us how you depend on AM radio stations like KGMI. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. And I just had, did a quick check because we've heard this, uh, you know, Michael made the, uh, the contention that it was Democrats that passed stimulus checks that would go to prisoners, those held in detention. And... Uh, I'm sure many Democrats did, but many Republicans also voted for some of these stimulus checks. And then President Trump signed these uh, bills that allowed these payments to go that did not. They didn't specifically say, yeah, pay the prisoners stimulus checks. But they didn't have any language in them that excluded prisoners from receiving stimulus payments. So uh, they met the criteria that were spelled out in the in these uh, these spending bills that uh, they they did uh, were then were eligible to receive these checks. But to say that Democrats voted for these stimulus checks to go to prisoners, who then they released early, who then uh, were uh, sent out on the streets that had been um, 
that it, the Democrats had uh, removed the police forces from. I I think it's kind of a stretch, but um, but uh, that's what our program's about. Say what's on your mind. We'll. Uh, We'll debate it. We'll discuss it for sure. And uh, Ed on Samish Island joins us. Hi, Ed. Uh, good afternoon, Joe. Yeah, good thank to hear from you. you. For, thank you for taking my call. You bet. Even my even my best friends don't usually take my calls. So I kind of <laughs> appreciate that you do that. Okay. All right. The previous caller said he wanted to hear from people who disagreed with him. Okay. That would be me. Okay. He might want. He might have a vision of America that is capitalist and fascist or private property, private profit, free markets, no government. And that's fine. That's fine. But not everyone shares that vision. If you didn't see Gavin Newsom last night, then maybe you don't know that. But a lot of people don't share that capitalist right-wing vision, Republican, libertarian. A lot of people just don't buy it. So what, I guess, what is your vision or what, you know, what is that alternative vision that? A little more protection for the environment, a little more care for the less fortunate, a little more care for wildlife habitat, more concern for anything that doesn't involve the dollar sign. Okay. All right, Ed. Different vision. Different vision. All right, I appreciate your call. Yeah, and and yeah. And, and and you know, I I I tend to agree with you. And and I mean, there are different visions. I I don't think that Marjorie Taylor Greene. I have to admit, is a is what I would describe as being a visionary or someone who has uh, a, 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 a an ideal for our country that um, that I would ascribe to. I and. She's, you know, speaking of uh, those who have kept uh, some uh, kind of questionable company, uh, she would be in, in I, I would say she would be in that bunch, but uh, that's just my thought there. Uh, but, uh, but that's what our show is about, is it's having a discussion, having a difference of opinion, and being able to talk about this stuff. I had this thought this morning, I just was doing about my usual routine of getting ready, and I... You know, I think about the show every once in a while. I mean, quite often. And uh, I thought, you know, that's what I like about it is uh, um, you don't you don't have to have you don't have to be a, a, of a certain certain thought uh, process to to come to this show and express yourself. And that's how I always want it to be. And I want it to be a safe space for you to come and and express yourself, even if that if you, that um, that phrase uh, makes you recoil in horror. Or uh, uh, just what have you, uh, but that's what the that's what the program's all about is just having a discussion. And you know, there were some issues I wanted to bring up today about oh, you know, climate change. It's uh, and and some of the some of the reasons behind uh, the actions that we've been taking. And but we just got busy with other stuff. So we'll talk about that next week and uh, much more here on KG Mike Connects. We'll be back on Monday. Hope you have a great weekend. Take care.